few more cohesor five. Oh, let me right now. Few more cohesor five. The ramen oh, let's for it. Well, a few more cohesor five. Oh, let me right now. Few more cohesor five. No, no, need that on down. I had few more cohesor five. Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Liam Bannon, English and Arts Advisor with Junior Cycle for Teachers, and in this week's podcast I'm joined by my colleague and fellow English Advisor Thomas O'Hearn. In this week's podcast we spoke with two members of one of Ireland's most innovative and exciting bands, Keela. Ronan O'Snodig and Brian Hogan detail the history of Keela and their ever-evolving sound, which is rooted in tradition, yet inspired by a myriad of influences and ideas from around the world. They also detailed their work with Cartoon Saloon and their recent work on the Irish language feature film, Arocht. Please note that the final part of this podcast is Oscoelga, and it also includes a performance of the song Be On Lani May. We hope that you enjoy. So we had the informals outside in the cold, so we'll crack on. Do you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, that would be too revealing I'm 6'1 uh, <laughs> favourite colour is uh, off beige maybe maroon sometimes depending on my mood um, I never knew colours we all did the Mosquelga oh, yeah. it's weird I, I think that's a weird limitation I'm still learning the colours from my young fellas at school I love listening to it you know <laughs> just he says like mauve or beige mm. uh, turquoise there's a rake of colours that I never had words for maybe it's because I only spoke Gaelic as a kid, right, so it was just obvious, the, you know, the seven colours. That was it, you know. Then you have variants. So there, there's a funny bit between uh, green and grey in some parts of the country. It's the same word. Yep. So in the West, gloss means grey, and here it means green. And it they say wehna for green in the West. Yeah. I don't know why there's such a lack of colour. You know, it, it's a bit weird, but maybe we just dropped all the words because you think people who did the Book of Cows, like they they were all mm. Latin and Gaelic speakers. Mm. The Book of Cows is full of uh, you know, subtle colours. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So they must have had names for these things, you know. So I don't know the names. I just I'm, I'm learning them in English anyway. So your your journey as musicians, where did that begin? Like I grew up. My dad was a musician, so I've been ba- bands have been in the house f- since I grew up, and there was always a, some sort of setup or some gig going on. So that it was just part of. What we did, as Ron was saying, we, we we came from different. The lads were out busking back in the early days. The brothers and and and, and others, the people busking on Grafton Street of the time of that generation. I I was out in Dunleary. I was in college with D, her fiddle player, and I got to know everyone through that. My brother was in the college as well, and we ended up doing the soundtracks. And my brother was recording at the time, the only one we knew recording at the time, and the soundtracks ended up going there to be done, and then. D was pulling in the lads from the Buskin and everyone got to know each other and everyone was in different bands. After a couple of years, you all fall into the same band at, at certain points and then some fall out. Then after a couple of years, you kind of settle in with one and some fall by the wayside. Can't do it anymore. You know, that's life. Yeah, it's interesting, actually, the kind of lineage or the different kind of iterations of, of Keelan. Well, it's a small, it shows a small town, but it, it, it's a bit like a comparison would be the 60s in London where all these different guitarists were in the same bands at one point. It's the same thing, the same circle of people doing stuff. And there was a kind of a, a gigging rock scene and then there was a kind of a busker scene 
and then some of them met in the middle and then some of the buskers started gigging. So it was just people walking in and out of each other trying to get their foothold in music and trying to express themselves. We formed and then some gigs got offered and, uh, you know. Yeah, brilliant. And instrument-wise then, what, what do you play as individuals? I play the baron. I play other things, but baron mostly. Brian plays the bass. When you learn how to play an instrument, you can transfer a certain amount of that into another instrument, you know, depending on where the instrument's similar. Mm. So everyone plays a few instruments, but everyone has a main mm. instrument in, in the band. It's kind of straightforward. I think if you find it within, I don't want to say trad, but the, the, the area of, of, of trad and kind of music, uh, you'll get everyone playing a couple of instruments just out of their own interest and also just joining in. And look, there's a mandolin there, pick yeah. that up, get some notes out of that. And that's a great way to do it because in the end of the day, you have your music and you just inform it onto another instrument or you manipulate yeah. some sound out of it, you know. Yeah. And that actually keeps your head interested as well, musically. You yeah, know? it's transferable, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. We do a lot of live, what well, we used to do a lot of live, and a lot of music we've done is related to the playing in front of people. So you kind of there's a groove element more recently, and you kind of you get into the, you manipulate the music into a kind of a bubble of groove sometimes. We use a lot of traditional instruments, obviously, but we would play our own music, so we apply them to our contemporary world. It's as contemporary as we are, I suppose. And having said that, we're, I just turned fifty, so that's not saying much. Yeah, uh, well, and, and th- there's contradictions. As soon as you put it into a box, you see the contradiction on the other side of it. It's funny, um, like, it's Gwelach, but it's, like you said, Brian, it's kind of us being honest. We're, we are only ourselves, all of us, except for Senan, grew up in Dublin. So we're informed by whatever has gone on in our lives. I, I think, the, for me, we're reactive musicians. But just like Brian said, if we're playing a gig where there's a certain movement in the gig that you so said, listen, and we shout to each other, you know, See on the next tune, hold on that F and let's mm. run. And you know, so maybe that informs the next tune. And you go, let's see if that F groove works in this next gig. And if it does work, well, then that's part of the tune. Like the pieces grow, you only do so much in, in our rooms or with each other. And then it depends on what public we have. And at the minute, because we're not gigging so much, we've been working on soundtracks. I know they're necessary. But descriptions never worked because we're not a trad band because we're not playing trad tunes. We look like a trad band. We sometimes get some gigs in the trad world. We're not rockers because we're not singing rock music, but we're hanging around with rockers because we didn't really fit in any box comfortably. So I suppose we're just us, you know. Who would be your main audience or is it an eclectic audience? I would say... Yes, eclectic. Again, the situation has changed, but when we gig, we, we, we gig a lot in places like Spain, a little bit in Italy, and in Europe, as well as Ireland all the time. I suppose we've had to be diverse as a group. We're actually lucky in a way, like we, if we get brought over to somewhere or even in Ireland, we can play in a culture centre or we could play in a, a, a rock club or we can play in um, a theatre. And over the years, we've learned how to respond to these different venues because they really are different. You, it's totally different playing in a theatre where people are sitting down looking at you. And you'd be playing similar music, but you play it different. You're responding to what you're getting. It's, it, we, we did a tour in America where it was all theatres. And it was difficult, but it was a learning experience because you're still playing to people and you still have to get them going. There's no point otherwise. And you just have to in, 
how to approach it different. And not, it, it took us ages to realize, OK, they're not up dancing. There must be something wrong. And that took us a long time to actually just say, oh, well, actually, there's nothing wrong. So the audience could be anyone. I, I, it's ageless, I would say. And it's, it's classless. It, it, it's for everyone. Whoever comes to see us, you know. But we're very adaptable, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say in that long way. So Keela have been described as innovative and highly energetic performers. Where does this come from and how does it feed into your music? So, yes, that has been true. And sometimes I have a weird setting in my mind. As soon as I hear something applied to me, I'll go the opposite way. <laughs> so maybe that's where the innovative comes from. We're trying to do a multitude of things at the same time. Being energetic may, may be my response to get people. Like, my treasure has been that if someone comes to the gig, that they forget everything. And that would be my goal. And you can see that and you're guided. And maybe um, sometimes I play the role as a front man so people can look at me and I can look so stupid that they can forget how stupid that they can look. And being stupid is really valuable for me in terms of being at a gig and forgetting everything. Like, I think that's a huge reward to see someone actually forget themselves and do all these moves and get into... And I think, oh, that's great. That's what I think my job is. Go out and make everyone forget about everything and then get lost in the music and maybe make them feel really cool. Get their groove on. And then it's happy days. <laughs> An extreme of it would be, I was shocking the Gaelic a couple of years ago. It was just three of us and we did... Uh, a gig in a prison in Port Leisha. And on that example of just escaping, the, the person who brought us there said you brought the walls down for an hour. Amazing thing. You can see what Johnny Cash was up to. These people who are cooped up and then suddenly you, they're not cooped up because... They've you, forgotten where you, they are. Yeah, and that's the big thing you can bring to people. I mean, you, you are giving people, hoping to give people that moment of escapism from whatever or just into that mist, you know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like you're liberating them from any kind of self-consciousness. Yeah. They're not so, self-conscious. They're, they're, yes. Yeah, they're just, so, but yeah. to achieve that, you can see why I don't want to hear what I look like. I don't, you know <laughs> what I mean? I think the trick is that I'm already forgetting everything and then that lets everyone else forget everything and just be in the music, you know. Excellent. Brilliant. You've performed in concerts and festivals all over the world. What have been some of your highlights to date? <sighs> this is, there's quite a lot. Here's a minute. I remember Zachar Hussain drove across Australia to play a gig with us. We were in Sydney and we walked into the venue, the basement or whatever, and Zachar came in with a tiny little drum and that was cool. You think, wow, here's, like, he's top of the crop. And I remember singing and he had this tiny little drum that he was pitch shifting. And then as I was singing, I realised... He was in me mouth. It was weird. <laughs> I suppose because you're dealing with monitors and stuff, but he was pitching at the exact place that I was singing. And that was that was kind of like, oh, this guy's a magician. Do you know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> that was really hard to keep steady and sing. So that, that was a big moment, yeah, to play with a Maradona. I remember well, I, I, many years ago, was it, we played at Sins. Was it, there's a festival in the north of Spain called Ortiguera. Mm. And it's big um, in Spain people who are into Celtic music and things there'll be youth culture as well it's quite big over there it's a, they, it's a huge fest there was 60,000 people in front of us at this gig and we did it since and it, it's amazing fantastic just to see a sea of people like that and, and then we came back and Beagle. played on the back of a Arctic a milk that still smelt a bit of milk or a bit sour in front of 15 people maybe I don't know what it was but this is literally two days later in, and I suppose 
I remember them. <laughs> That's for sure. That wasn't. Uh, is it? Is it, no? I don't know. Again, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Is it? Is it Galicia? Is that where you? you that wasn't where you were in Spain. No. That, no. That no, part is close enough. Yeah, Galicia is on the on the west coast. This this part is the what's after Galicia? It's it's. You um, see, there's uh, what's it called? Uh, Asturias. Something like there's it's Asturias. Three they have a lot of pipe music and they've a lot of trad. Yeah, like I remember when they went there years ago, actually in into Santiago. In Galicia, and I remember it was actually before Kila, but it was with my dad's band. We went over, and myself, my cousin, my brother, when we traveled, we wanted to find out what's the local dish. And you get in there, right? Give us something that's local here. So they gave us bacon and cabbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're still in Dunley. Yeah, yeah. I had it on Tuesday night, actually. All right. Yeah. Now, do you cook the cabbage in with the bacon or do you do oh, it separate? A hundred percent. It has to be. essential. cabbage without the bacon. I know, that's yeah, pointless. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's manky. Yeah. Really, yeah, it's rubbery. Oh, you, yeah. throw, you throw it in all the salt from the goes into the cabbage yeah, from the yeah, bacon. Yeah, oh, sounds gorgeous. Right, yeah. that's yeah, what I do. It is. I haven't done that. So... Ye primarily sing in the Irish language. Why do people who aren't fluent in Irish still enjoy your music? Do you know, language is an interesting thing. <coughs> I'm talking Irish, and I know it's not used all over the country or anything, but sonically, and I don't know if sonic is the, is the right word, but uh, the people who we come from came up with this language and used it. So for me, and you know, it's sound is what we're doing. The sound of things penetrate our mind or our whatever. But I, for me anyway, sometimes I've heard things like poems and I suppose we have a really deep culture. You know, um, there was a lot of people at some highbrow poetry and uh, it wasn't written down. So sometimes when you hear, for me anyway, I, I hear some, it can, it can go straight through me like. And I imagine that things are squelga when you hear them right, that of course they're going to resonate with us. Like, maybe in, when you go abroad, they resonate in a different way to people. But I, I, I just mean the, the, the vowel sounds of the actual language in sentences. Those vowel sounds or those patterns are bound to influence us because that's where we come from, even if we're not using it. That'd be what I look into anyway. I think also, I, I, I assume now, because my, my, I have the best Irish now, but even when you're constructing a song... For example, there's a lot of phonetical work in it, where one phonetic working off the other. So, like in any language, you're still listening to a phonetic of the rhythm of that phonetic or how it makes you feel. So you're responding to how it makes you feel, I suppose. Yeah. And you can read the intent of the song by how it makes you feel. So you can make it pretty dour. You'll feel dour if you, you make it up, and it, you don't have to necessarily understand, but you kind of understand. You know, there's an intuition. That's why you can listen to some amazing musicians in Africa and you don't know a clue what Ali they're saying. Ali Fakala, Touareg. Yeah. yeah, and you hear him and you just go, wow. And yeah. even the, the Touareg guys, what are they called? Mm, the Turn to Narrow and, and, and like, you don't know what they're saying, but you're getting something. It's like listening to the old blues players from the States of America and you, it's very hard to actually hear what they're saying sometimes, but you're getting what they're saying, yeah. you know. And that's, I think it has to be the same thing, you know. Yeah, brilliant. <coughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks so much, lads. You mentioned Arocht, the feature film, and you recently won an IFTA for it. So congratulations. Thank you. What was the experience of working on Arocht like? Uh, I, I kind of absorbed it. But that'd be my way of doing something. Or, you know, it's about the famine. It's about mm. people who are relatives to ours, starved, isolated, marginalised, thrown off their land, left with nothing in front of their neighbours. It's really, it's in, in our memory or whatever I was doing by absorbing it into my stomach. It's really deep, harsh, hurt. 
So th- that only informs me emotionally. Sonically, we have to work as a team. And so I'd go, emotionally, here's the key that I've found, or here's where we go. And you mightn't even use that in the end, but it's a kernel and you work from there. Very exciting for me and to have Brian and Colm. Let's say the three of us started it in the beginning. We kind of worked, we had this place and played for a while. We worked and worked and worked and then we spread it out. And then some of the stuff we do gets cast aside and better stuff comes in or it grows. So uh, it took about, I don't know, three to six months working on an in-between stuff. I'm delighted. It's like getting picked to play for Ireland or something. You know, I'm thrilled. Right, I've got a chance to make an impact packed on this really deep emotional stuff in our subconscious like and actors it's really profound because it's not in English it's the real thing so yeah I didn't understand half of it I'm, I'm not from Connemara you know I, I wouldn't know their lingo so to listen to it they're they're speaking how they speak naturally in sort of vernacular so that kind of makes it it's just an extra wallop to it I must have watched this, I don't know, like 200 times or something. It's a big deal in the it's end. Big, yeah. And then when you come out of it, you're kind of holding your breath. But yeah. it's what you want to do. You want to have done something and then go to the cinema, shut up, sit in the back and see, and did I do all right? Yeah. How did it go? When you take all the considerations, because a film is a, is, it's a multiverse. And then, I think what was a interesting big learning curve for us was the well we had Tom Sullivan was the director and he was in with us a lot of the time and that was a huge advantage he was literally sitting with us over a lot of it and so you get decisions done quickly or at least as you were going you can make decisions but also for us as a band who are very lyrical and very noty and very intricate with our music we had to almost do the opposite. The opposite, yeah. We had to be non-lyrical because, and you really have to let the pictures work and you're supporting the pictures, but you're also trying to make it musically whatever. And you have to hide. Mm. There's always a battle. Whenever there's dialogue, the dialogue has to be there. It's as simple as that. So you can't have a, a, a flute solo, you know. It just, it's <laughs> yeah, not going to yeah. work, you know. It's, so. it's re- yeah, but you're trying to do it so you don't yeah. hear the music. Yeah. Yeah, and that's difficult because, and that's just by doing it and doing it and doing it, you know. But it was, it was fantastic. It's our first f- full feature as well. Yeah. And and for it to do so well and still do well, it's going up for the Oscars It's now. going up for the Oscars so now. So it's just brilliant. And it's it, brilliant. It, it helps all of us because you just need little shots. Yeah. And say, okay, okay we're, we're doing something right there. And that, that that's it's a huge help. You Absolutely. Know, so Absolutely. Was the experience of working on... The cartoon saloon features like The Secret of Cows, The Song of the Sea, and now Wolf Walkers. Did that help or is the process of... It's totally different. It's totally different. It's a bit of a machine. There's so many people involved. The basic process of what we would do, we get sent animatics, which are basically animated storyboards to show what the animation is going to be like. And we... We, we try and come up we do a load of work try and come up with different themes this for this and then we send it they like some of that they don't like some of that da, da, da. yeah maybe it helped us in the way that we understand how things work so you're not going to have a big battle over a fiddle line that didn't get put into something because you get it there's other points of view that I don't know it's a multiverse there's a lot of different people you know, because maybe something, maybe there was a fiddle five minutes beforehand or maybe there's one coming up. There's there's a million different reasons happening. So, yeah, maybe it, it helped us make decisions mm. a bit better and not fight you, over them or something. You see, you, you have to, 
uh, you can be heartbroken over it. So you can put your heart and soul into a, into a piece that you think it's just it's so right for, and someone says no. Oh, it's thrown out in a split second. Gone. You have to trust. All right, yeah. we'll work on the new idea. Yeah. Go. Even at the end, there's two more polishings. You know, there's the sound balancer. Yeah. And then, so in a way, I feel like we're learning. I, mm. I, I, I'm I'm loving the challenge. I'm delighted to have been involved. I'd love to do another. I don't know three, four, five of them before I feel like, all right, cool, I know what I'm at completely now. Yeah. You know, that I'd know all the different processes. And Could I ask, how do you think junior cycle teachers might encourage an interest in traditional or world music among their students? Is there any way they could start or how might they share that with their students? I think I can only imagine interaction with musicians. Whenever we've done just a little session, it's the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same as going to the prison. I know that sounds terrible, but it is. You know, it's like, oh Christ, got double mats or whatever. You know, and then, well, hang on, we got we got a little, a little gig. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just, it's interaction. It's, it's. We, we don't do it enough. We should do it more. I don't, but it, you have to know what it is. You have to see people doing it. It's because it's a thing of the moment. You're in the moment, and how you know. Yeah. It, it, it's a very practical instantaneous kind of thing I imagine Thank you So as we said earlier you primarily sing in the Irish language mm -hmm. and for this part to close out we'd like to ask you a few questions Oscailge if that would Can be okay yeah. um, So on here Kesh now on Tauron Shin be on Lanime Tosh e ko iliox na lean to show Kale on scale tev hir den Auron Shin To couple scale mara mean le Auron me Auron to skisula bohar or Auron togan couple or the Estachins in Kanawan Hug Mawahar, Cartadum, Greengraft, the Dawn, Screave, Din, Phila Egan, Inton Oliban, our son, Clown MacDonald, Condul Kuga, Glater Brusnach, Erlan Dawn, and Tashe Granta, our Cluch Moor in Oliban, Brusnach, Clown Egonel, is Federal Island in Telephone. Is Brusnach any small Dawn, so Selig, the Mertusa Dulla Kugiacht. Orinte heach din a wan a stacher dus. So heach tu chuigin fila aber. Ags dabrach an fila chulach she tu i June. Lesh an uberg will tu condenab because nil tu chacht a rash. Ah. Right? So i count an brosnach clown i gaunel ta she garlov go grana go garlov go mi rokerach go conan druch stuff a father vuskult on it ags in chin imig stacks a kuga slan. You know? So ton. Brosnach sin skrit er klok, like Maradumitash and Gohan. So, Hasman Mawahar, I sin with Quinlum, we may play Lesh and Rogan. Ooh, should dine of his Dorocha. Because the Misha kind of free Foymena Agus Rehem, Connus Marahain, she the stock honing, Mar is mid, togging mid on Udini, a Vian rowing. It's Quinlum, Hasman de Carlo Marcus, Agus Dexter, such a bit heavy eggs on me, yeah, but Ace Lesh and Rehem, Bababa, do do do, gagoon, you know? So, we may Play Lashinima Agana for Tamil and then scream me on Rodella. So scream me be on in some Rihim Kaina or Vonig Mayer on Brosnach show. You know? And then scream me as Kulm Shul from town on Schlierfad, Vime Kony Le Traher Brian Lance, Itaki Eganam, August Hugh Mayer in Tra, Konea, Humma. So be on, be long, be gosta, be crog. So just come me, August May Shield. Skill and push me and take, knock me and do it. Lance, get a tape recorder quick or a book. I've got it, I've, it's, I've got it, nailed. <laughs> so yeah, scream me since she is. Being quid, Ella, then Aaron, on 
quids a lore, be may go with our shin, few more coheats or five, you shin a gum and my agony anyway, but sure, guitar actually. And then be lana may, be may a gubber or shin or taffet egg, and so honig sheet or fodlick ale and uh, shin a tile. I guess I'll shin a hair shay, ain't Yeah. Cody and Eva is cooked this now, Ron, darlat. <coughs> wow. Ahri um, and shin, I brought her call will me or kay lana will me or hana, you know, cod lana will me or hana. um <laughs> So, well, because we may play the Ivana August may or scrave, we are in all right. Dom or Rudd egg, Wallam, Rudd egg and Casula Brosnach, a scrave. Cain, fuckly a Hurramesh, like Data may, Data may row egg and a la clock, August, be Garlov, be Grana, be Gami Rogarach, be Sharav, be Nivnach, you know what I mean? Like, so, we row a gum, Lena Fuckly, August may or scrave. Cod around now, mate. Ah, shin the fuckly around nig, mate. It's equivalent meat. You know, we should our paper reduce and then in my agony concord a horror. But if you're around, cod eating a ruddy, gamang a cana, good gauroy ladini, just a vet errand lawher. Better be my smin of our shin in our ear, just a vet errand lawher. Ah, gamach isagut go will to errand lawher. August go will to go will mid errand lawher. You know, to come part, yes, like Ayla, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. being if you have a lot of people who are not going to be able to do that, you can't get a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a Winning Shin Ling, winning the Fum and the Shuling, few more in with the Kaintas Berla, you know, Moon Lean with Sidera here held, the Fum and Arash, Huig Fum and the Casula Guelga, few Darren with All right, Tashin Casula, Fuckle Guelach, Marta, again, Terry, you know, Casula Shuka or Shamra, you know, you know, Darren Widden and the Fum and the Shumar, Shun the Fum and the August, Lestig the Guelga. Yeah, and you missed there a little bit. Like, what did you say? It's a dumb song, 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 it's a dumb song,
Brown, B. Lom, B. Costa, B. Kroger, B. Kleshta, B. Kinta, B. Costa, B. Glick, B. Grover, Gelgarach, B. Sokar, Lashtig, Is B. Dainach, B. Echam, Ganchana, Serbe, Edochorp, Edochri, Edochian, and Santli, and a Horn to two Haina, Lahor, a Pekoludor, and a Weltu. B. Aun, Lom, B. Lider, Eldon, and Ola Hassan, and down, B. Aun, Dom. Xbula Mudlechel and Nora Hagan on Tom, B. Aun, B. Lom, B. Costa, B. Kroger, B. Kleshta, B. Kinta, B. Costa, B. Glick, B. Grover, Galgarach, B. Sokalashtig, S. B. Dainach, B. Echam Ganchana Serbe, Edochorp, Edochri, Edochiam and Santli, Enochorn to two Haina Lahora Pekolu Doranaveltu, B. Aun, Lom, B. Lider, Eldon and Nora Hassan on down, B. Aun, Dom. Thank you for listening to this podcast, which was created by the Arts and Junior Cycle team for Junior Cycle Talks podcast channel. To hear more from Junior Cycle Talks, search for us on SoundCloud or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm.